sex matters, period. What? 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 Really? <laughs> I'm Judy. I'm Patricia. And this is the Sex Matters Podcast. Patricia, a sexual authenticity coach and a Jersey girl turned Minnesotan, and I, Judy, a health educator, advocate, and podcaster, a lifelong Minnesota girl, get together and talk about sex. Computer, it's recording. Okay. Nice. Gym. I need a gym membership. Yeah. Well, that's how much my, I'm looking at my muscles in the in the screen i'm happy about this one i'm not nice. happy about all of this i need i'm gonna have to get that tucked up or something but look look on my shoulder i got some mm, nice definition on awesome. my backs and my arms yeah nice. anyway sorry i was well just i was what is that called when they do their muscles like Popeye or whatever in yeah, the, the in the video of the podcast <laughs> just checking myself out in the mirror anyway so, and isn't it fun that we kind of do that to ourselves when we go back with an ex every once in a while? We're kind of trying to prove ourselves to somebody that doesn't really fucking care anymore. And like we have to stick it to them where mm. they have to know what it is that they're missing or loved it and left it, you know, kind of like... <sighs> Sometimes. It's so interesting that that's like your first, that's your first thought of what, <laughs> what I, that's not what my first thought of sex with. No, <laughs> no. so funny, so funny. See, but, but with me, when someone's an ex, they're an ex. Like once you've gotten once to that you're point an where ex, you're, you're done, 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 like okay. that's it. Yeah. So if I so don't, if you're back I don't with go them, back in the pool. It is about go. it is about you. It is about what you want and what you want to do, and and you're proving it to them. Is that you're 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 reminding them like you're reminding them what they're missing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might pull some tricks out of my hat that I didn't share with them yet that I was saving till we were 70 and married. You know, like, man, I had all this in my toolbox and you left. You bastard. Right. You know, it is fun. It is fun to have a partner that you haven't had sex with for a long time and for their response in the middle of having sex to be, oh, I've missed this. It's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's you know fun. What? It's nice. It's fun. It's fun, except, except for me, that's just kind of like a slap in the face. Like, well, okay. You, in, in you the, miss this, but uh, right. it's been six months since you picked up a phone and called me or, you know, or you chose to go back to your wife or you decided to take a break because you needed space. I mean, like, or it are, could are be there subsequent, are there subsequent sessions is really what it comes down well, to. Well, right. And, and it could be a situation that you were, you know, partners for a period of time and then you weren't for whatever reason and then they're back. So it doesn't have to be an antagonistic thing. It can be a joyful thing. You're right. Too. In my experience, it was. You're right. <laughs> You're right. No, she's not. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> well, we're coming from two totally different places, obviously. 
Listen, I'm going to tell you something because I had this conversation with somebody recently Mm -hmm. and we were talking about the fact that every time an old girlfriend calls and says, I just broke up with my boyfriend or whatever, do you want to hook up? Mm -hmm. He says that he immediately jumps on that attention immediately because it triggers his ego. Mm -hmm that he feels desired. Like he, this, he, and I'm using the he today because we're girls. He was the first person she thought to call to get fucked Mm. after Mm -hmm. a relationship. And that makes him feel very desired. Mm -hmm. Right. What about, what about the woman who's desiring you every fucking day of the year? Right. Yep. And you don't make the time for it because right. you'd prefer to be watching football or you'd prefer yep. to be going fishing or whatever else, you know, you're feeding right. your ego. Right. No. Yeah. No, I think that that's, I think men, okay. I'm going to say this in a way that is not only true for men, but I'm going to speak in the, the experience that I have mostly have in these conversations and in these experiences. So it is needed. Isn't true for it totally can be true for same-sex couples. It can totally mm-hmm. be true for everybody. Right. Um, but I guess I feel like that that what you're describing is certainly something I have heard many times before. And exactly that. I think there's a lot of times, I think couples are missing, people, humans, are missing a lot of really good sex because... And connection. They, and mm-hmm. connection that they're not doing the work in their own relationship. So I guess I'm really coming back around to saying this isn't, it, it can be a male thing. And like I said, my experience, but it does not solely, it can be no. anybody in any relationship. They're not figuring out how to make their own relationship exciting. You've got person who is exciting, excited and interested. And you, if you blow them off enough times when they're interested, they get uninterested in you too because right? because there's a fear of rejection right absolutely so because once you're a, a puppy who's been swatted a couple times for showing interest in something mm-hmm. like the trash can that smells so good and would be just a romp in the hay for a dog right and they get swatted every time they go near it or a tap in the nose or ah, ah, or you know ah, they, somebody freaks out mm-hmm they learn to be afraid. They learn to be afraid mm-hmm. and they shut down. So um, I don't know how that really, uh, when, we're, when we're going back to an ex though, or from a woman's perspective, if I broke up with somebody and then I went crawling back to an ex, I would find that so humiliating mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Beca- and humiliation is a hard limit for me. So maybe that's why I'm a little mm-hmm. edgy about this whole thing because I'm like, why would you lower your standards if somebody, why would you put yourself in that position to go crawling back to somebody as a woman? It just, it feeds, it feeds something that wasn't there in the first place. If it was, you would have worked things out. I know there's a growth period, things you can grow through or mm-hmm. timing might not have been right or whatever else. But I think as women, we're just these hopeless romantics that we just, we want to go and we want to be desired. So for them to say yes, like, oh, they wanted me, but you don't realize you're putting the bone out there for the dog that's going to just snatch it. Right. So that's why I shared that story. Like, and I asked him, I'm like, is this how most guys are? And he's, 
he's like the, all the guys that I talk to, anybody hits me up for a booty call and I'm game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, you know, why the hell would you get married? Why would you commit to a girlfriend if you've got these girls that'll just cycle through and use you and you don't want to commit anyway? So why don't you just keep taking <laughs> other people's, you know, seconds and just uh, and allowing these hurt women to come and pour out their heart to you and get attached to you again just mm-hmm. to be decimated because maybe that's what they want again the power thing right. it might Depends be the fact me. that mm-hmm. they get to say yeah come on over i'd love to see you and then be like well that was nice toss her out the next yep yep and yeah disposable yep, disposable exactly. cuz yeah. once a relationship is done and you go back to that person you are now a disposable person mm-hmm. right you're being you're multiple use so i'm frustrated i i get i get really <laughs> fired up because to me, this puts a woman in a non-empowering position. Right. And men do it too, but men are men are trained to be jackhammers and jackrabbits for the most part. You know, if they can get it, they will. So if they knew they tapped that once before, why wouldn't they reach out to you if they thought they could? Mm-hmm. If they're not getting it from somewhere else, Right. I, I, yes, I, no, I totally, I totally remember I'm sorry, what Judy, I'm no, like no, putting no, you on the spot. No, it's so funny to me because I, I, you, you have a lot of feelings about this and it's so hilarious to me because they're very negative and I was like, well, it depends on what kind of ex, like I, that not all relationships end oh badly and they're not all in, so it's like, well, I don't know, I've had a few situations where it's like, okay, good time, you know, and, and, and. Like in yeah. one situation, it restarted up again, and we were very clear on our boundaries of what our relationship was going to be. Um, so it was fantastic. It was exciting. It was wonderful. It was, uh, but it puts you, it lumps you into that friends with benefits. Oh, like, it totally does, right? So you need to know what you're getting into. Right. You so, need to know what you're getting into. And that is where I do see women who go back to their ex and think, oh, it's going to be great. And what, oh my God. And he just, is, he invited me over and then get mad because he does toss them mm-hmm. out the next day. And it's kind of like, yeah. I, and that is a situation I absolutely hear. And that yeah. people need to be aware of what are you, you are putting yourself in a really, um, a vulnerable position, a powerless position. And that partner, that person is taking up time and space that your energy needs to allow you to find a right partner. Mm-hmm. It's stuffing. It's clogging, the, it's clogging your, your message to the universe. You want this person who's in front of you, but you really want your absolute, you want your partner, your mate, your whatever. You know, you want to be accepted and connected to the one at some point or many or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for now, because I'm lonely or vulnerable or Mm -hmm. um, feeling like uh, I'm not complete unless I have somebody fucking me. That, that's, you're actually, you are in a friends with benefits situation and that totally puts you in a place of a decreased value. And you, you might even not even be friends not, with benefits. You might yeah, just be you may benefit. just be a whole. Yeah, <laughs> right. the whole. Yep. Yep. And, totally. and so very degrading, very degrading uh, and hu- humiliating situation as far as I'm concerned. So I'm very curious to hear, I, I understand what you're saying about not all relationships end badly. Um, but th- then those are just fuckers. Mm-hmm. 
well, they're just fuckers. It's there's that's not like what like yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? Unless you just wanted to fuck. I, I mean, there are women who can be empowered that way, where they just pick and choose their maintenance man at the time, and I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not that kind of a person. Although there have been times where I had a gardener and uh, somebody cooking for me and. Uh, somebody who took care of my car, you know, but I wasn't fucking them all at the same time. They were just, <laughs> they were, they were like all in my orbit around the same time and they kind of passed through my life at different points. Um, so I but, could well, so see So those where, relationships, so were you expecting? But they weren't friends. We weren't friends first. We were okay. fuckers. So fuckers you were fuck first. buddies? No. No. I don't, I don't do fuck buddies. Okay. So we what? were lovers. Okay. And then we like we were in the moment lovers and then from there out he offered to do X, Y, or Z. And he was probably trying to get back at me. And I'm like, nope. Once we're done, we're done. Mm. But they hang around. They hang around. Okay. So maybe that's how it feels for a guy who gets hit hit up by girls that he's broken up with. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the the one guy that I'm talking about. He's dated lots and lots of women. Mm-hmm. So I just imagine that his phone is blowing up mm-hmm. all the time with jolted females that he just gets to rotate through the, the mm-hmm. revolving door. And then he cries about wanting a monogamous relationship to me. And mm-hmm. how do I shift from here to there? And total, like he's a total playboy or play. He's totally into the playgirl situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like he would just like to have Playboy bunnies around him all the time. And that mm-hmm. would be a wonderful existence for him for the rest of his life. No meaning, no commitment, no anything. But he wants to be monogamous. How does Hello? that work? No, I know. It is not. It does not work. Well, and there's, that's oh. the thing too, right? Like there's a lot of opposing, there's a lot of opposing mindsets that don't leave space for real relationships like for the depth of those relationships because right how do you fit into that and and that isn't to i don't know yeah this is a this is a very complex conversation um you know i know i have i certainly have heard way too many people complain about the, the the woman they went out with because she didn't sleep with them the first night but then they went out with somebody else uh, or well, okay, she's wait. a total slut. She's a total slut, right? right? So it's yeah, it's like there is no place, and it's one or the other. She's either not. She either has to go because she didn't sleep with me the first night, or she slept with me the first night. So clearly, she's not the marrying kind. Okay, there is no space. There right. is no space for anybody. How are you ever going to find anybody in that there? And then, and if you don't understand that. Yeah, and that's maybe where he's at. He doesn't understand. You want to get to this monogamous relationship without doing the work to get there. It's just supposed to appear like it does in television? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how that works. And that's like, yeah, that's the thing. I do think... I think it comes back to the fear of missing out. You Mm -hmm. know, the FOMO Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Because they're afraid that the next hole they hit is going to be the Shangri-La. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different pussies out there. There's so many different women, so many combinations of tits and vagina and all that stuff that, oh my God, if I say I'm going to be with one person for the rest of my life, what am I missing out on? Mm-hmm. And the truth is they're missing out on relationship. They're missing out on intimacy. They're missing out on security, trust, um, 
truth, you know, a safe place to be themselves, uh, family connections, uh, merging of uh, friends and networks and stuff like that. You know, th there's a lot that actually gets lost. Mm -hmm. And, um, and if you wait until you're, you know, you just do this and do this and do this and act like you're in high school and that you don't have a care in the world about the rest of your life, then you get to the rest of your life and you're lonely. Mm -hmm. Right. And what's, what's going to happen next? Do you think that there's something in there about, um, yeah, the, the fear of missing out. So you want to always have women at your access and then you're, you're also then you want this monogamous relationship because part of you wants this sort of security feeling that comfort that home you want the sense mm -hmm. of home but there's also that not maybe knowing how to do the work to get that or not wanting to do the work to get that like you know what I mean that that takes a monogamous relationship that is good and healthy in a relationship in general, like the relationship part of the relationship, the sexual part of the relationship, there's work to be done. Because if you want the monogamous relationship, it sounds like that person then is kind of saying, I want to know that I can come home and this person's going to come home to me and I get to come home to them. And that's nice. Like there's not a problem with that. But it also means you then have to be present and working with that person. And I think some people don't realize that there's work involved and it can be fun work. You know, I was in a relationship with somebody who did not perceive, they, they kind of forgot, I felt like that I was in the relationship as a sexual partner, um, kind of my alluding earlier to if the person in your relationship is reaching out and you're not, you're kind of pushing them away. You're, you're not taking the time to build that relationship with your partner, so your partner then doesn't build that relationship with you and then you feel lonely but you're not realizing you actually have to do the work right like right you, do you know what I mean though I think there's some yeah I think that I what I hear sometimes from younger men who have been part of hookup culture mm -hmm. is that when they decide they want to settle down in a relationship it's almost like well I need to go get a girlfriend now it's like going to the store and picking one out that's supposed mm -hmm. to accept that and then they don't really know how to be in that relationship because they've never when they get tired of her they can send her away or they don't have to respond to her texts or whatever, you know, they, they keep going out with women or, you know, but they don't this, ever the have the disposable to, thing again, it, right? The disposable piece. And they don't ever have to work because when it gets hard, she wasn't really what I wanted anyway. But then when they get somebody that they do want to yeah. be in a relationship, they don't know how to do it. And then sometimes they end up losing them anyway. Right. right? And yeah, they don't, it's just supposed to work instead of going, well, no, you've been out. My gosh, you've been out with all of these women and you haven't figured out how to be at a, at some version of an adult in a responsive yeah. relationship partner. That's a frustrating thing too. I know, God, who was it that I heard basically say as she was hitting her forties, uh, mid forties, this was a while ago. And she was saying the younger men, the younger men don't want to be in a relationship and the older men don't know how to be in a relationship. You know, it's not, it's not even just about we being a partnership together. It's that they have no concept of how and that they have to work at it. And I, again, I know we're vastly generalizing here, um, yeah. but it's something that I do con have concern with the, the hookup culture in the, the damage that it maybe can be doing in the future and see that it has evidence of that it is happening sometimes. I don't know. This kind of, this kind of lumps into the, um, to the talk though around 
the two serious questions that, that we need to be asking ourselves. Are we able to be loved? And are we able to love? You know, when you're talking about this breakup culture and you're talking about people not being able to know what a relationship is because they're not willing to to try it out and practice and go through the through the storyline of what a what a, a relationship looks like and what they want and what they don't want because that's sometimes how you have to learn you have to be in a relationship to know what you don't want. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist about this today. Like, I'm like, I'm not even really sure what I want in my future anymore. I'm like in this limbo place. And he's like, well, let's talk about the things you don't want, what you have experienced that you don't like. And that goes with relationships too. You know, when you really, and that it, it's like, it brings up things for you. Once you've experienced that and you don't like it, I would hope that you've acknowledged it and you won't take that in your next partner. And I guess that's kind of, that kind of goes back to the beginning of like, why would you go back to an ex to have sex when you know it didn't work? Well, you know, the relationship didn't work and that you're just opening yourself up to a negative energy Uh, You know, I just, this whole rekindling of things, you know, oh my God, I haven't seen you for four months and I've been thinking of you every day. I think of you all the time and let's just, you know, let's have sex one more time, one more time. Just, Mm. can we just do, is one more time really the last time that you think a woman wants to have sex with that man? I don't think so. Right. Typically, right. Typically not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think women are hopeless romantics most of the time. And I've mentioned before, yeah, but I've mentioned before that that hopeless romantic syndrome that we have a lot of times where we want to be desired and wanted and God, if we were sleeping beauty and put under glass and sleeping and waiting for our Prince Charming to come and fuck us one time, you know, then our purpose in life would be complete. What the hell? Come yeah, on. No, the one time. The one life time is, is a, life is a, a, it's a journey, but it's, I don't know. I think it's a dangerous game to play. I think that there, I think yeah. it's, it's a dangerous game to play. And I think there's a lot of times that people are going into it expecting more than they're going to get and then feel really hurt that the uh, that the other person didn't match up to this again this expectation relationship hoppers you know like people who absolutely feel oh i'm sorry there was a lag i didn't know you were talking so um what i was saying was that relationship hoppers who can't be alone who can't be without a fuck buddy or can't be without somebody they say that they're seeing or whatever else they, the space in between there, they don't allow that space. They, they have to jump from one relationship to another. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is where, that is where the going back to the ex oftentimes gets tangled up. Mm -hmm. And, and there's emotions involved in that. It's people's feelings. And 
you know, or if you go and you make a man, and I'm saying man, you make your partner feel like you've really missed them and you really, you're really sorry, I should have never left or, you know, you say those kind of things, mm. then you've got yourself a fuck buddy for a couple months till you find your next man. How fair is that? Right. Yes. No. You know? I, no. Screwing with people's emotions in that way is not, it's not, it's not okay for anybody. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I'm, like I said, I just don't do fuck buddies because I don't think it's truly, I don't think that's truly what it is. Mm -hmm. I always think there's a little piece of you that's left. Oh, I, no, I do person. think that that is, I think that that is true. And, and it's the, are you willing to accept that? And is it even, is it even a good idea? Like, I mean, there's a question right there, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, so I right. think some people might ask the question then, how does one gain experience in figuring out what they want, what they, you know, I think that's how some people, they gain their experiences or feel like that is the best way to gain your experiences. You're sort of weirdly working your shit out with other people. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, that's, it's so funny because I just, you, you took this direction in such a different way than I thought you were going to go with it. It's just hilarious. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I guess I'm, I'm inside the box, but I'm not in a coaching session. So I'm going with my heart here. I'm just being authentic to the way I feel about it. And just so it's clear in case any of my exes are listening, I'm never coming back to you. You missed the boat. Done. Goodbye. You know, that kind of thing. And I've been pretty clear about that with people. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I'm not opposed to open relationships, but you don't fuck with somebody and uh, don't have an open relationship with somebody and allow them to fuck their past girlfriends or boyfriends. The recipe for disaster, unless they're poly, in which case it's a totally different dynamic. You, and that is the question, an open right? relationship has a lot of trust and stuff around it. Right. Yeah. Or, or should, needs to, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I think it's, yeah, it's that question of if you are, if the, if your instinct is to call your ex, and this is, yeah, I mean, this is not something that I personally do. It's not like I'm not a hookup with ex type of person, although I'm a good, most of, a lot of them I actually still am friends with. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. I I think you need to ask yourself what is this? What am I get? What am I needing out of this? What is this need? What am I trying to feed by doing this? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it is that fee. It is the it is the need for connection. It is the need to feel wanted. It is the need to feel desired in some way. What are you putting on that other person? And are you sure? Right? Like I mean, I I think you can think yourself. You can, you can rationalize and you can also sit down and go, wow, this is not going to be a good idea. And especially if you, for the people who are, jump right into the next relationship right away and you hit the X and you think that you're going back. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. And if you expect something different in some ways, if you expect something different than them to go, that was a really great time. Have a nice night or whatever, mm -hmm. why are you expecting that to be different? It, that's where that hopeless romantic or the mm -hmm. ideal romantic thing that doesn't really happen in the world shows up. And, yep. then, and then everybody ends up getting hurt. 
Hey, you guys, we had some massive technical connection issues and uh, we weren't able to really reconnect to sort of finish our conversation. So I am taking it here and I am sending it out to you guys in the universe as is. And we will continue this conversation probably on future episodes, but I wanted to give you what we had. And um, and this was a fun conversation. It went, as I said in the podcast, very different direction than I thought it would go. And that is half the fun. So good times. Before I go, I do want to welcome William, our newest Patreon subscriber. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And for all the rest of you listeners, if you would like to support the work we're doing, I heartily invite you to find us in Patreon. If you are already on Patreon, you can look up Sex Matters. You can also go through the podcast website, which is sexmatterspodcast.com and click on the become a patron button. We would love to have you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to give a shout out to one of our listeners who sent a question and a topic suggestion, which we haven't brought forward yet. But I want to share this person's artwork with you. You can find him on Instagram. His name is Stylo Erotic, or maybe it's Stylo Erotic. I don't know. Anyway, perhaps we will have him on and he can tell us himself. Go on Instagram and look up S-T-Y-L-O underscore E-R-O-T-I-Q-U-E. We have had a couple of amazing conversations and Part of the reason that I want to pass him on is, first of all, he's a listener and has given some um, delightful thoughts and feedback about our show. But I also appreciate that he really comes to the art from a place of really exploring his authenticity with himself, with the world. And it is kind of this journey that he's on that he's sharing and expressing through art. So check it out. And Stylo, if you do happen to hear this, I invite you to post a link to your work in the Instagram post so it's easy to find you. All right. Thank you so much. Take good care. Thanks for your patience on our little technology challenges. And uh, we'll see you next time. 